Are you ready? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Around the CFL podcast. Anthony here with you. And we are coming up on two-thirds of the way through the season. Sad, isn't it? Feels like the season just started and we're already two-thirds of the way through. We have a lot to get to this week, but first, let's check in with some news. Well, the wait is over and it is official. The Montreal Alouettes have signed former Saskatchewan Rough Riders linebacker Darnell Sankey. Sankey signed in the XFL after hitting CFL free agency last February, but had been eyeing a return north of the border since he was granted his release on August 1st. After waiting out NFL training camps in hopes of landing an opportunity in the league, he joins the Alouettes team that has lost starting middle linebacker Avery Williams and backup Tyrell Richards to the six-game injured list. Sankey did play for the Arlington Renegades this past season, recording 47 total tackles and one sack. He helped the team finish second in the South Division before going on an undefeated postseason run that culminated in the big 35-26 win over the D.C. Defenders in the XFL Championship. In other news, the Toronto Argonauts have seven games left on their regular season schedule, though the club already has a chance to clinch first place in the East Division with a win this week. At 10-1 and and riding a four-game winning streak, Toronto currently sits eight points ahead of the Montreal Alouettes with a season series clinched and a game in hand. If the Argos win... When the, with the two teams meet at BMO Field on Friday, they will clinch first place in the East Division and host the East Final on Saturday, November 11th. And finally in the news, the Edmonton Elks have solidified the middle of their offensive line, signing center Mark Cordy to a three-year contract extension through 2026. He's a native of Spruce Grove, Alberta, and he was originally the first-round pick of the Ottawa Red Blacks in the 2018 CFL Draft out of the University of Alberta. He played 48 games with the team from 2018 to 2021, starting games at left tackle and center. The 27-year-old signed with the Elks as a free agent ahead of the 2022 season and has since played 30 games for his hometown team. He was the team's nominee for most outstanding offensive lineman last year. Week 14 kicked off on Friday with the Hamilton Tiger Cats traveling out to Ottawa to take on the Red Blacks. And it was those Tiger Cats taking it 27-24 in a pretty back-and-forth game. Taylor Powell went 21 for 32 with 326 yards and 3 touchdowns. James Butler was relatively quiet on the ground, 14 carries and only 35 yards. Tim White had 7 catches for 180 yards and 2 of Taylor Powell's touchdowns. For the Red Blacks, the struggle continues. Dustin Crum went 17 for 26 with 265 yards, one interception, but on the ground he ran nine times for 42 yards and a touchdown. Devontae Williams was really the only threat in the air. He had four catches for 69 yards, and Ottawa still continues to struggle while Hamilton is fighting for that playoff spot. Jail. 
Triple Header Saturday kicked off with the Montreal Alouettes traveling out to BMO Field and taking on the Argos. And it was the Argos going very easily, 39-10 over the Alouettes. Cody Fajardo went 21 for 24 with 236 yards and a touchdown. And Chandler Worthy had four catches for 59 yards. That was really all of the offense that Montreal could put together. On the other side, Chad Kelly, 21 for 28, 278 yards. A.J. Ouellette, 19 carries, 105 yards, two touchdowns on the ground. Tommy Neal had six catches for 84 yards, while Curly Gittens Jr. had four catches for 63. The Argos are on their way to clinch first place and the Eastern final matchup at home. Polaris. Completion. The Banjo Bowl took place on Saturday, and it was the Saskatchewan Rough Riders traveling out to IG Field to take on the Bombers. And it was Winnipeg taking this one 51-6, and I did not see this game happening the way it did. For the Riders, Jake Dolagala went 15-21 for 21 with only 113 yards in the air, and that was it. Different running back on this day kind of carried the load. Thomas Bertrand Houdon had five carries for 41 yards. Samuel Emelis had three catches for 41 yards. That was it. For the Bombers, Zach Caleros, 18 for 21, 319 yards, five touchdowns. Brady Oliveira, 18 carries, 154 yards, one receiving touchdown. Dalton Schoen, five catches, 104 yards in the air, three touchdowns. Kenny Lawler had four catches as well for 104 yards and the other touchdown that Zach Caleros threw. It was all bombers, and this was a complete blowout. Kevin Brown again, third straight carry, breaking through, and he is gone. 45-yard touchdown run. How about that start for the Edmonton Oaks? The Labor Day Classic rematch took place on Saturday with the Calgary Stampeders traveling out to Commonwealth to take on the Elks. And it was Edmonton coming out on top 25-23. Jake Mayer went 21 for 29, 210 yards and two touchdowns. Kadeem Carey back to the form he was at pre-injury. 14 carries for 77 yards. Reggie Bagleton, 5 catches, 56 yards and a touchdown. For the Elks, Trey Ford went 14 for 22, 173 yards, one touchdown, and two interceptions. Kevin Brown on the ground was a beast. 15 carries, 143 yards, and a touchdown. In the air, Eugene Lewis, five catches for 89 yards. It was really a running back weekend this weekend in the CFL, and it was great to see the backs getting at it and eating. It was a really good weekend of football, but like I said at the beginning, kind of sad that we are now two-thirds of the way through. The other exciting thing that happened this weekend, it was week one of the NFL season. And this year, we're going to start a new spotlight. Every week, we're going to talk about a really great Canadian player in the NFL. This week, the Miami Dolphins won their week one game against the Los Angeles Chargers 36-34. The Dolphins have safety number 8 Javon Holland, who had 14 tackles in the game. Holland is from Coquitlam, BC, and then he went to college at the University of Oregon and played for the Ducks. He was drafted in the second round, and he was 36th overall in the 2021 draft. 
He's an explosive safety, and he has had a really great career so far in his first two years with the Dolphins, and we can't wait to see what he does moving forward. That is it for week 14. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we are going to look at what U-Sport looks like right now in Canadian college football. Hey, what's going on? It's me, Willie Jefferson, number five for your Winnipeg Blue Bombers. I'm here live on the Around the CFL podcast. Tune in. Here we go. Week two of U-Sport football kicked off on September the 8th. St. Mary's and Acadia battled it out, and it was St. Mary's coming on top 13-5. Concordia and Sherbrooke went two overtimes before Concordia finally took this one 30-27. In a battle of Saskatchewan, it was Saskatchewan taking on Regina, and the University of Saskatchewan took this one 40-6. Manitoba took on Alberta, and it was the Golden Bears winning 37-16. St. Francis Xavier beat Mount Allison 43-8. Laurier beat Guelph 60-21. Windsor shut out Waterloo 37-0. McMaster had a massive win 71-0 over York. Queens took on Toronto, and it was Queens winning 42-9. UBC took on the University of Calgary, and it was the Thunderbirds beating the Dinos 45-15. Western battled Carleton, and it was Western winning 31-21. McGill took on Laval, and Laval won this one 48-7. The standings are starting to shape up here after the first two games. Out in the West, Alberta is 2-0. University of BC is also 2-0, and so is Saskatchewan. While Manitoba, Regina, and Calgary are all 0-2. In the Ontario division, Western has played three games, and they are 3-0. Windsor and Laurier are also 3-0. Ottawa is sitting at 2-0. McMaster is at 1-2. Queens is at 1-1, which is kind of surprising to see Queens down with a loss already. Waterloo is at 1-2, and and so is Guelph, while Carleton and Toronto and York are at 0-2 and 0-3, respectively. Out in Quebec, Laval is 2-0, Montreal is 2-0, Concordia is 1-1, McGill is 1-2, and Sherbrooke is 0-3. And out in the Atlantic Conference, St. Francis Xavier is 3-0, Acadia is 1-2, Bishops is 1-1, St. Mary's is 1-1, while Mount Allison is 0-2. Time to look ahead at Week 15 of the CFL schedule. The Toronto Argonauts travel out to Montreal on Friday to take on the Alouettes. I'm going to say the Toronto wins this one, and they clinch first place already, which is a great feat to see them do. Also on Friday, it's the Edmonton Elks taking on the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. This is going to be a really good game. I'm actually still going to say Edmonton. I think Edmonton has lit a fire under themselves. It's going to be a good game, but I'm calling Elks. On Saturday for the doubleheader, it is the Winnipeg Blue Bombers heading out to Hamilton. Winnipeg is riding high off of that gigantic win over Saskatchewan, and it's going to continue. Bombers over Ticats. And finally on Saturday, the Red Blacks travel out to BC Place to take on the Lions. And BC coming off of their bye week, it's going to be the Lions over the still-struggling Red Blacks. Well, that is it for us this week. 
You can find us on Instagram, X, and Threads at Around the CFL. And you can listen to us on iHeart, Amazon, Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And if you're enjoying the show, please feel free to leave us a five-star review. We're going to be back next week. We're hoping to have a really special guest here with us. But until then, we'll see you later. Mm-hmm.